Let's get a KCIM News update from News Director Nathan Combs. Thank you very much, John. Good morning, everyone. The Iowa legislature got back to work officially yesterday as Republicans hold even larger majorities in both of the state's uh, chambers. The party's goals include approving more tax cuts, further easing gun restrictions, and spending public money to fund private schools. Republicans have controlled both legislative branches here in Iowa since the 2017 session and have worked with GOP governors to pass numerous conservative bills on everything from education to abortion rights. They'll have even greater sway in the session that began Monday. Monday, giving their given their 64 to 36 majority in the Iowa House and 34 to 16 majority in the Iowa Senate, because Democrats hold so few seats, they'll be able to do very little more uh, other than really complain as Republican-backed measures become law. And we'll get a better picture of what the legislative session is going to be looking like, like following Governor Kim Reynolds' condition of the state address, which does get underway at six o'clock tonight. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors is considering a minor change to how they administer payroll that could have a temporary but significant impact on county employees. During their meeting on Monday morning, the board held preliminary discussions on proposed updates to the county employee handbook. The county currently operates by paying salaries and wages ahead rather than in arrears. Board Chair Stephanie Hausman says this practice was noted in recent audits. The state has red flagged us, I don't even know how many years, but quite a few. And what we're doing, we want to change come July 1st. We've been paying ahead instead of paying in the arrears. So, and then I don't know if it's happened recently, but if we have an employee quit on Thursday, they actually still get paid for Friday. Carroll County is one of the few counties in the state that still processes payroll in this manner. Supervisors are considering adjusting paydays to cover the period ending two weeks before checks are issued. The change is minor in the long term, but if approved, it would have employees' first paycheck of fiscal year 2024 issued at the end of July. Houseman says employees need to be aware of the potential effect. I mean, we've been talking about this for over a year, but we're actually, it's been longer than a year, but we're actually going to make it happen come July 1. We're just trying to give the employees enough heads up that they can maybe take $100 out of every paycheck from here until then to save some money. Specifics of the plan have not been finalized, but county officials are considering ways to lessen the impact on county employees. One idea proposed was to allow staff to use accumulated leave time to cover some of the gap. District 2 Supervisor Mike Anderson suggests splitting that first paycheck to provide at least some cash flow. But at least they'd get half of it instead of waiting a month for a check, basically, you know? Because right now you don't get a check per month. You're going to get a check on the 1st and then the 28th. Yeah. We certainly could do that. I would rather you do that than yeah. have everybody scramble. Another proposed change to payroll is the requirement uh, required use of timesheets. While many departments already use time cards internally, the adjustment would make it a countywide policy and allow for better shift tracking. The supervisors encourage department heads or county employees concerned about the proposed change to share them with the board. No official action was taken Monday to implement the changes, but it will return to the board's agenda in the near future. And the latest water summary update shows Iowa ended the year on a strong note. However, the state still recorded its third consecutive year of drought conditions. Iowa Department of Natural Resources Hydrology Resources Coordinator Tim Hall says the above normal moisture in the last month of 2022 is good news, but the deficit for the year are still significant. We still need more moisture throughout the winter and spring months to make a significant impact on drought conditions in Iowa. Overall, the state ended 2022 with an approximately 8 
inch precipitation deficit. As Hall said, though, conditions are looking up. The state's December average precip measured 1.73 inches, which is about a half inch over normal. January is generally the driest month of the year, but the state recorded nearly an entire month's worth in the first week of the year alone. The monthly water summary update is prepared by staff from the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, the Iowa Department of Agriculture, the Iowa Institute of Hydraulic Research, the U.S. Geological Survey, the Iowa Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency as well. A link to the full December 2022 report is included with this story on our website. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM 8 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Thank you, Nathan, for the news update. Once again, local news can be found on the website through the mobile app, and that is the way to go. And welcome to Saginaw, Michigan. They're listening there this morning. Where apparently it's 34 degrees, so it's actually warmer in Saginaw, Michigan than it is here this morning. As we're hearing from listeners out there tuning us in on the mobile app uh, that we have going. So download that in your app store by searching KCIM or Carol Broadcasting.